Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, 3rd of February, into February, and this bull market continues. It is fabulous stuff. Wall Street up 476 points overnight. That's 1.57%. And our market futures this morning were up 57. And that is after a 100-point rise yesterday. And our market is up 48 this morning. A good showing from the banks. There is a bit of weakness in BHP and Rio and Fortescue Metals, all down about 1% or 2%. And that comes on the back of a 3.8% fall in the iron ore price. At one point, it was down 6% overnight. That's the second major fall in the iron ore price that we've seen in the last couple of weeks, or major one-day fall in the iron ore price. It looks like it's coming off the top. And there's one UK broker, uh, I don't know how to pronounce them, Liberum, based out of London, a broker making the news wires today saying that we expect continued weakness in the iron ore price with the market increasingly oversupplied as the year progresses. And apparently Chinese steelmakers have pulled back buying iron ore ahead of the lunar week holiday, which starts on February the 12th, runs till the 17th. And they sort of down tools for a while. So pretty short term stuff, I think. But you can't help thinking the iron ore price might be topping out. And maybe this is the top for BHP and Rio and Fortescue for some period of time. And that may well be true. Who knows? But for investors, Chinese still need iron ore. It's short term stuff. Any topping out now. And you really don't need to stress yourself. Plus, we have results coming up from BHP and Rio and Fortescue Metals. And with the iron ore price having had a fabulous second half of last year, those results are going to look good. There are going to be big dividend payouts. The resources between them now are paying out more than the banks, can you believe, in terms of dollars worth of dividends. Mind you, the banks are on rather depressed dividends this year, so... It's just a statistic rather than something that is permanent. So bottom line, iron ore price off the top today. Looks like a short-term technical top in the iron ore price and the major iron ore stocks. But I wouldn't sweat it too much. The market is behaving itself. Any damage is likely to be short-term and limited. Otherwise, overnight, Alphabet up 6% on results. Amazon up 1% after hours on late results. So those have gone rather well. The themes in the US, same as usual. Stimulus, there's apparently a constructive meeting going on between the Democrats and the Republicans. The vaccine pace of vaccination is increasing in the US. Deaths are dropping. Cases are dropping. And more people have been vaccinated than have tested positive in the US. And we've got the earnings season as well. 40% of companies have reported 86% have beaten expectations in the US. But interestingly, prices or price reactions have not been that positive, which suggests there's a lot of it in the price already. And you saw a similar thing from us yesterday with Temple and Webster results down 4.5% on very good results yesterday. So results are going to have to be pretty good for the vaccine beneficiaries to keep the share prices going. As I wrote yesterday, our concerns are for the pandemic victims and their results. And we got worried yesterday after Wallies had an updated earnings guidance number and the share price fell 10%. It was up a little bit yesterday. Sorry, it's up a little bit this morning. So maybe the worst is over for them. But that got us worrying about the pandemic victims and whether their results would all be terrible. And that the and they are 
basically the recovery stocks and that maybe we need to get out of recovery stocks ahead of results. It's obviously a risky moment February for a lot of stocks and for stocks like travel stocks. But whilst we're worrying about them, yesterday we saw Webjet up 7.8% and today it's up another 3.4%. In a quiet bull market, maybe we'll just wear whatever comes on the results front, but it is obviously a risky moment. A couple of other issues today, the short squeeze in the US. It is surely all over. GameStop overnight down 60%. Cost Corp down 42%. AMC Entertainment down 41%. Express Inc. down 32%. BlackBerry down 21%. Naked Brand down 35%. Some of those are the major names of stocks that have been caught up in this short squeeze and the whole thing is folding up now. To be a collective in a market which has or is made up of a lot of individuals trading They really have to have a set of rules or a civilization or a society working with one purpose and clearly they don't. The collective is a bunch of individuals with hip pockets and they will respond individually in the end. So that cohesion is unwinding as quickly as it built at the moment and the individual losses will doubtless create the cynicism that will kill the whole phenomenon and the same things happened in silver overnight after a 10% rise in silver or 9% rise in silver yesterday was down 10% overnight and the CME which is the metal exchange market that deals in metal futures they upped their margins in other words you have to put up more money to deal and that killed the silver price overnight down 10% and yesterday Silver Mines SVL in our market, which had been up 49% the day before, was down 26% yesterday and is down first thing 7% this morning. And Investigator Resources, is it? IVR, which was up 29% the day before yesterday, down 21% yesterday and down again today, down 9.9%. So that hashtag silver squeeze phenomenon also unwinding as rapidly as it pumped up. I'm pretty sure that this Reddit short squeeze phenomenon is going to burn out, but you never know. The other issue worthy of note today is the RBA meeting yesterday. And the RBA is predictably dull. And as I've described it, it's the mouse on the elephant's back of the global economy. They really aren't driving things. They may think they are, but the economic elephant is plodding along doing what it's going to do no matter what the mouse is shouting on its back. But having said that, yesterday's RBA statement is worth taking on board. And I think a few estate agents should dissect the RBA statement and push it out to all their prospective buyers because the main point is this, the board will not increase the cash rate until actual inflation is sustainably within the 2 to 3% target range The board does not expect these conditions to be met until 2024 at the earliest. So they are telling you you've got three years of your mortgage rate not going up or three years of your business loan not going up or three years where inflation will be allowed to rise, but interest rates won't. So not sure that reads terribly well for the banks, but it does read terribly well for the housing market and confidence that you're not going to get caught by rising interest rates. Other statements were also pretty upbeat. They said in Australia, the economic recovery is well underway and has been stronger than was earlier expected. 
The recovery is expected to continue, with the central scenario being for GDP to grow by 3.5% over 2021 and 2022. They said GDP is now expected to return to its end 2019 level, which is the pre-pandemic level, by the middle of this year. They also said the outlook for the global economy has improved over recent months due to the development of vaccines. Path ahead is likely to remain bumpy and uneven. And this is the other point they're making, that recovery remains dependent on the health situation and on significant fiscal and monetary support. And they need to find the medical solution for the pandemic. In other words, it's all about the vaccine and economic growth depends on that. We sort of know that. And they say, quote, disappointing news on the health front would delay the recovery. And also that possible further positive health outcomes would lead to a stronger than expected growth profile. So all that's pretty much what you know already, which is the Australian GDP profile depends on how the vaccine rolls out. So watch for that. Right, other couple of Quick things, car sales, having a look at that today. Goldman's got a recommendation out today and the stock is up 5%. That's one of those quality growth companies that would sit comfortably in most growth portfolios. The big trend is up. It is a stock that has come off from $23 back to $21 and has got a few buy signals. So it might be worth having a look, some of you. Another stock one we do hold, Amcor, up 6% today on the back of results. So that's a good start to the results season. Amcor is essentially a very boring stock. It's been stuck in a, apart from the sharp drop last year to 10 bucks, it's been stuck in a $13 to $16 range for the past three or four years but has popped today, so a bit of a buy signal today. I'll have a look at the research tomorrow, but we do hold it already, so happy for that. So that's about that. Good market today, up 59 as I speak. Resources, the only weak spot. Banks all up 1% to 2%. ResMed, which I wrote about yesterday, and most brokers had some fairly good research out yesterday, up 3% today. As I leave you, Dow Futures up 38 it's another good day. Our portfolios are even outperforming. Long may it continue. You have a fabulous day and I'll speak to you tomorrow.